Looking to learn life lessons without going through the experience? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hidden Struggles with your host, Lady C. All right now, this is Lady C in the place to be. Thank you for being in my audience. And if you haven't already had a chance to do so, make sure you subscribe to my channel so that when I upload new content, you can be notified. Anyway, in this video, I'm going to talk about what was my life was like after leaving the Jehovah's Witnesses. Now, it took a period of time for me to get myself together, to understand where I was going and where I wanted to be. One of the biggest things I did was I enrolled in college, began to learn things, began to get my education. And it ain't always about, hey, look, oh, you wake up from this cult, you, you want to go to school because everybody ain't going to do that. Everybody don't want to be sitting in nobody's classroom. Okay. It took a lot for me to get this degree and everything. And I got through all of my curriculum. I, you know, passed with flying colors. I graduated. Okay. Fast forward. You get your degree. And now you're trying to figure out what else you got to do with your life. Now you're trying to pick up the pieces. You're trying to make sense of the world, you know, because when you got your head in a book and you're trying to learn somebody else's cult like information, because that's all college is all about anyway. You know, a lot of times you go to school and you sitting up here and you, you know, you, you got this curriculum. You say, I want to go to school for this uh, discipline. And they got all these different classes that you got to take. And now you're sitting here trying to, you know, read all these different syllabuses, go through all the reading material, turn in your homework assignment, take your test, get your grade, pass, fail, whatever it is, move on. That's what it's all about. OK, but so when after all, all this is all said and done and mind you, I'm not really using that degree per se, because the job that I have now is the same job that I had before I got the degree. So those are some of the things you got to think about. Where are you at in your life? What are you doing? Do I need to go back to school after I leave a cult or after I leave an abusive relationship? Because sometimes it's not just about being in a belief system. It could just be in a relationship because a lot of people who are in relationships, they end up in a situation where, hey, look, this person that I'm in this relationship with is not letting me move on in my life or they're not letting me be who I want to be. And so now I wake up from this bad relationship so many years later, I ought to feel, realize that I'm not who I want to be and where I want to be. So this is the kind of stuff that you are dealing with when you are faced with life decisions. So anyway, after I graduated from college, got myself together, began to think about what I wanted to do, where I wanted to be, then I was like, oh, God, I don't know what to do. I'm like in a standstill. So I ended up um, talking to a therapist, talking about, you know, my go up goals, my issues, where I'm at, why, why I'm where I'm at, why I'm not where I want to be. And, you know, you're paying money to this therapist. You're talking Every week, you don't feel like you're getting anywhere because the person that you're talking to is obviously not really connecting with you the way you feel you should be connecting with them. So then you wake up one day and you say, you know what? This ain't working. That's what happened to me. This is my personal experience. So then I, I stumbled on this um, audio, audio track, and it was like audible.com. And I was like, and no, I'm not getting paid for this to, to be promoting no audible. But what ended up happening was I started doing self-help books. And so I was like, okay, so I'm doing this self-help book, you know, you know, how can I make friends, you know, how to make friends and influence people, how to, whatever it is you're trying to do, you're trying to become more knowledgeable 
in different subjects. And because my life is so busy, I really don't have time to sit there and read this book, you know, sit there and manually read a book. So I'm listening to this audiobook, and the last time I checked, I actually have over 600 titles in my catalog, in my library. And I ended up, you know, doing some pretty good books. And not only that, but I, when, when I got to a specific point in my life, I said, you know what? I'm not doing any more books um, on self-help. Because I was like, okay, I want to be entertained now. Let's do something else. And I remember doing John Grisham books, and he was the lawyer. The John Grisham. And he also has the law series, right? And what I didn't like about the John Grisham books, and I, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the John Grisham books, but what I did not like was the narrator. Because if you had like four or five main characters and you had the same narrator, it was so hard to figure out who was talking, you know, whose voice was being, um, you know, showing up at this point. So then one day I ended up saying, I can't do these books anymore. They're so bland. They're so like the storyline was great, but the narrator was just not not what I want, not where I wanted to be. And one day I I ventured out and I, I found this author. And a lot of you may know who he is. His name is Carl Weber. And when I did my first Carl Weber book, it was called Married Men. And what I liked about the book is that every character just about had their own narrator, per se. And I was like, wow, I could really get with this. This was really good. It was like a, a really interesting storyline. It was a storyline that I could tell who was talking because the narrator's voice had changed. And it was really interesting. So it kept my attention. It held my attention. But not only that. It did something even more than what a nonfiction book would do. That's right. It gave me a learning lesson, a life lesson. And at that point, I was hooked. Now, Carl Weber does urban literature. And since then, he's really stretched out more into the more gangster type books. And I did some of those too. But I did like his first 21 audiobooks that were just regular urban literature, but not really going there, not taking it there. Like you would be hanging out with the drug dealer, the prostitute, the person who's gang banging and all that. I wasn't dealing with those people. But these books that I did by Carl Weber were so interesting that it was such a learning, learning episode. And I was like, wow, this is better than a therapy session. And the reason why I said that was because whenever you do fiction, keep in mind, the person that's writing this book has no doubt experienced some of the things that was happening in the storyline. But they were like saying, I am not telling a true story because if it's true, I am letting you know that this doesn't depict anyone in real life. I got to let you know this off the bat. This is a fictional novel. So don't start thinking that I'm talking about you. So if you know me and you know I wrote this book and you know that these things happened in your personal life. Hey, look, you can't come after me because I don't already said this book was fiction. Don't come getting up in my face with no mess. Right. 
Okay. So I quickly realized that. Don't try to pull the wool over my eyes because there's some learning elements in these books, in these fictional books. That's right. So Carl Weber was the first author that I really could tune into, hey, get my learning lesson on after leaving this confining group with the Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't go here. You can't go there. Blah, blah, blah. Most people that leave this religion, sometimes they get into a lot of trouble. They find themselves in situations that if they stayed as one of Jehovah's Witnesses, they would have never saw that life. They would have never walked down that path. But I saw the life. I walked down those paths through a book. I saw the things that people was going through. I looked and I saw through those rose-colored glasses, right? And I never left my house. And I must say, it was a good education. And not only that, but the, the things, the decisions that I make in my life right now, they have a lot to do with the information that I read in these books, okay? So I was on a journey, and I and I was really entertained. It was like it was like for me, it was like entertainment. And a lot of these books I would have never even been able to read or listen to if I was still a Jehovah's Witness. Because I would have been feeling so guilty. Like, oh my God, they said a uh uh the F bomb. They said a curse word. They said whatever it is. You can't be doing that. But you know what? I am indulging in this experience going on this journey with this author learning about these characters understanding you know who they are what they're about what they've been through how they solve their problems because a lot of the issues that these characters had the author wrote how they solve problems they told you how they got into this mess they told you how they made a wrong turn everything that that happened in the book was all about how someone did something, how they made mistakes, how they corrected their mistakes, how they were able to fix their mistakes. I'm sitting right there. I'm listening. I'm indulging. I am learning and understanding. Girl, don't you go down that road. You knew that that girl in that book, if she would not have done X, Y, Z, she would not be in the situation that she is today. If that guy would not have done X, Y, Z, he wouldn't be sitting in prison, life sentence. So very, very good books, very well-written scripts, good life learning lessons. In fact, I said, if I had a child, a teenager, some of the books would have been appropriate for them because I would tell them, look, check out the character in this book. Don't make the same mistakes. Okay? It's as simple as that. Now, that's the way my mind thinks. Like a lot of people, they may do a, a fiction book and they, be say, they may be saying to themselves, you know what? I'm in it for the entertainment. I ain't trying to do no life learning. I'm just trying to just entertain myself with this book and I ain't trying to go there. I'm not trying to take it there. But because of who I am, I took it there. And I learned from these characters. Another author that I really like 
Travis Hunter. I've done all of his audio books and um, very, very good learning lessons in there. I mean, and his, because he is interested in helping people, he writes from the angle of my book is the learning lesson. My book is going to show you the issue that the person is dealing with. And my book is going to show you how to stay out of trouble. He's an excellent author. And I learned a lot from his books. And when I was doing my book club, I did a lot of his books in my book club. And it was very well received. Now, I say that to say this. A lot of times we think about when we were Jehovah's Witnesses, we think to ourselves, we say, if I wasn't one of Jehovah's Witnesses, I would be here. I would be there. I would, I would have probably been in Hollywood by now. I would be in this role. I would be in this job. I would have all of these things going on. But how do you know that? How do you know that you would have been all these things and made all these successes in your life? And the reason why I say that is because the people in these books that I got a chance to listen to their story, fiction or nonfiction, they were in some peculiar situations. No, they weren't Jehovah's Witnesses. No, they were not tied down to a belief system that tracked their every move. But a lot of these people were a fresh fish out of water. And they got into a whole lot of trouble. A lot of these people never made it to their destination. So if you were not a Jehovah's Witness, you don't know where you would have been at either. You could have been a fish out of water too. You might not have made it to your destination either. But there's a lot of learning that you can find in a book, whether it's fiction or nonfiction. And I can say that my journey in picking up those books, those audio books, and tuning into those stories definitely made a difference in my life. This is Lady C, and I'm grateful that you've been in my audience. I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to Hidden Struggles with your host, Lady C. This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers, online at hiddenstruggle.com. Feel free to send an email to info at hiddenstruggle.com, and we'll catch you next time on Hidden Struggles. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of critical thinkers.